I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, so we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite, all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Oh my God, this summer, I just want to be sitting somewhere in the sun, reading a book all summer long. And I know that's not the reality, but I'm going to build this fantasy in my head and Macy's is going to help me do it. Do it. I'm going to get a caftan. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I need you in one of those giant straw hats that says Bon Voyage. Easy. Guys, check out Macy's.com for new bathing suits, beach towels, even floaties for the kids. They have all the poolside and beach essentials that we need for our summer and yours too. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store. Get ready to simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant makes navigation a breeze. Plus, with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices, you can keep everyone entertained while you're on the road. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience for yourself and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying (laughs) is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie, too. I agree. Guys, Keeper <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. 
Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl. cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Guys, we did it. We survived last week's traumatic death. We are back in the full, like, crowded, tree hill, sports-oriented, you know, big, huge, epic scene kind of episodes. And we cried happy tears. Yeah. We did Everybody cry just happy needed tears. To, <laughs> we did. Yeah, we did. We, I totally <laughs> did. Yeah. Brooke doing that robot just made me so happy. But we'll get there. Ooh. We'll get there. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so here, guys. It's season three, episode 14, All Tomorrow's Parties. Uh, Brooke, Peyton, and Haley head to New York, all the three of us in a car again together. It was Cute. so sweet and fun. So they go there for Rogue Vogue and then off to Charlotte for the classic. But Brooke stays behind and makes an important decision about her future. Lucas and Nathan reconnect with a family friend and Skills learns how to swim from Bevan. And Karen asks Keith a big question. Oh, David Paymer directed this one and Lotto wrote this. Wow. This mm-hmm. was really fun. Mm-hmm. I like this one. I like the balance of last week's episode of really intimate conversations and this week's episode of us all being together. The basketball team, yeah. the cheerleading squad, all the parents. Yeah. And there was no Dan in this episode. Didn't it That's feel right. gentle? <laughs> yes, it was so nice. We didn't have to be worrying about some creeper lurking around every corner. Mm. Yeah. What a relief. Because like, like Karen and Keith could finally enjoy themselves, except... Not really. Whitey. Whitey. But, <laughs> Whitey, but Whitey is a cute foil. Right. Like, he's fun coming in their room and being like, oh, look, truffles and eating their chocolate. And you're just like, oh, man, these two can't go on a date. It's not like, oh, man, someone's trying to kill one of them. It's a different vibe. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, a different vibe. <laughs> I love, I love Brooke's storyline in this episode. You know, yeah. um, me, Brooke got a full 90s rom-com episode. Yeah. You I were, it. It, I was just waiting for Matthew McConaughey or Cameron Diaz to show mm. up somewhere. <laughs> I think we all would have loved it if Matthew McConaughey showed really up. I really loved that. that been <laughs> very pleasing. Um, instead, it was just our friend Sam playing a total creepo. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> Sam Robinson is, Sam. is a local actor in Wilmington. And he's, he's who played that totally weird guy in the turtleneck. Which is, it's unfortunate because he really is like such a cool guy and a buddy of ours from the improv comedy scene, but he played a real creep. I don't know if I ever met him in real life. So Sam was great. Sam hung out at level five, babe. Oh. (laughs) Sam did this thing though, because clearly he was playing such a creep that he changed his voice. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Can you believe Brooke Davis gave up all of this? Like, he did this horrible thing, which I actually really appreciated because he was like, oh, if I'm going to be gross, I'm really going to go for it. And it made me feel better that he didn't sound like himself. I I loved it. We had so many good theater (laughs) actors in Wilmington, so it was fun when they would show up in Mm -hmm. our series. Because we get to get 
excited about them. Wait a second. Didn't Sam also play the guy that gave Brooke Davis the drugs in season one? Yes, in season one. He's the sports Shut trainer. Up. He is? Yes. Oh my gosh. It's like it's like all those old shows like Lucy and the Dick Van Dyke show where yeah. they would just recycle actors. They would come back for different parts every season. But you guys, mm-hmm. this is a full cycle storyline because in season one, when the sports trainer gives Brooke Davis the pills, she takes them and nice. is very messy that night. But season three, Brooke Davis is like, no, no, hugs, not drugs. I don't want those things. And they're both Mm. offered by the same guy. (sighs) Whoa. Why? Meta. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee you no one else thought as deeply about that. (laughs) The casting director's like, I don't know, just call Sam. Yeah, (laughs) Sam will do it. This is it, though. This is what happens when you make something. You go, ooh, look at that. Mm-hmm. You see the connections. You're just more invested. Hillary, you're such a fun drunk and uh, yeah. and hungover. Are we talking it's about just real life or are we talking both, about... Both, babe. Both, babe. Because the last time I was hungover, it was with one Sophia Bush. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys get me in trouble, man. We're fun. I I have to say it made me feel so nostalgic because there are three iconic images from our show that yeah. all come from this episode. The yes. three of us mm-hmm. hugging at the edge of the stage at Rogue Vogue. Yeah. Hillary, you in those freaking aviators looking <laughs> so cool. And and you know, there's the gif that's like, you can't see my eyes, but under my sunglasses, or like you can't see it, but under my sunglasses, I'm rolling my eyes at you. Yeah. And then the three of us like doing the robot and the can-can at the oh end. God. I just was just like, so oh my cute. God, some of our best moments all come from this episode. And I loved it. I, that's what made me cry is watching the, the last scene where we're all just dancing and yeah. being, you know, irreverent and 17 and impulsive yeah. and like all those things yeah. that you don't get to be as an adult. Um, and you set the table really, really nicely for the lead up to that, this episode. Like Brooke's story is great mm. so that Haley and Peyton, we get to just be teenagers. You're like flirting with your boyfriend, you know, yeah. like let's take a bath together. Haley's being all flirty and young and Peyton's being messy and young. And Brooke has to decide, am I going to be young? You know, like... Do I even mm. get to pick what kind of young I want to be? Or do I have to go be a grown-up now? Um, mm. I love that you spotted that, the differences in all of our, and the thread between all of our storylines. And it just goes yeah. to show that they, there is so much thought that's put into those things. It's not just write dialogue, put people in situations. It's how do we tie all these things together, you know? Yeah. I and especially that. because we're all dealing with pretty grown-up stuff. Haley and Nathan are putting their marriage back together. Peyton just lost Ellie, you know, to go through a major loss. And and to your point, Brooke's trying to figure out, is she ready for what's next? And it's beautiful to see these kids be kids. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to be a grown-up. You don't have to leave your childhood behind. And, and it is interesting now that I'm thinking about what you just said, to consider the fact that it's Brooke Davis who's like, I just want to hang on to my innocence for a little while longer. Crazy, yeah, right? Consider, especially considering yeah. what she had just been saying about being scared to leave high school. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to say there's a part of me that was really rooting for her to take the, go, go forward with the fashion show and just take that big risk and, you know, move forward in life. But um, 
this time, the decision didn't feel like it was coming out of fear of leaving high school and fear of mm-hmm. leaving it all behind. It was like after the conversation with Daoud in the, in the taxi that she really understood an appreciation for what she has. And she just wanted to, to hold on to it a little bit longer, not out of fear of mm. what if I can't make it because she would have done, um, she would have amazing things would have happened. Yeah. Great doors would have opened for her. Um, so knowing that those possibilities are out there, I think maybe it gave Brooke a little more confidence to be able to make the decision to stay in high school. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. And I think that, you know, Anne as a writer, did such a beautiful job. It's funny to realize Anne Lotto wrote this episode and Stacy Rukeyser was our story editor. Oh. There is a different energy with those ladies balancing these big questions that these young yeah. women are, are asking themselves. And what I loved was, you know, Daoud, and by the way, I mean, what a Yeah, give us that George. story. Like, you guys, Brian George showing up and me just being like, Seinfeld was so cool. Oh, I know. Yeah, for the kids at home who are like 12 years old, uh, (laughs) who don't know Seinfeld, lay it out for them. Because it was a geek out moment to have him come. We got good guests. Yeah, I mean, it's like to, you know, to get someone from one of your favorite comedies of all time who like shows up on your set. And by the way, who's such a brilliant comedic actor. Brian George is actually a, a very, you know, witty British uh, comedian. And he came in and... And he played this beautiful story. And I remember, you know, obviously it's not the same kind of relationship you had with Cheryl, but in the way that when she showed up, you felt very held. Mm-hmm. You had like parental energy that was safe for you, which like we just didn't have in Wilmington. Um, Brian made me feel that way. I, I, I remember just like babbling out, you know, compliments. And he was like, okay, all right. Well, you know, now I'm on your show. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> like he was so sweet and disarming. And we spent this whole night, you know, hanging out on Front Street, shooting it like it was New York and driving around in this cab. And, and in between takes, we were having conversations like Brooke and Daoud were about mm-hmm. life and creativity and acting and, you know, living in New York and just all these things things that were so enjoyable for me and that I think I was I was so hungry for as a young actor and so I loved that the the sort of sparkle we felt together came through and that his sweetness so clearly came through and I like that these women gave you a gentle misdirect where he Mm -hmm. said you know your life you know, time passes by so fast. Make your life great now. Start right now. Yeah. And and you think she's going to, you know, put it all in on her career. And she realizes what is great to her is her friends. Yeah. Home. Home. And it's so special. I think that's why it made me cry looking at the three of us. Well, I can, I can, I can feel the, it was real. You know, those times when we do scenes and they're real. Yeah. Like, like you were actually having a magical experience with a total yes. stranger, but you were in mm. a scene where you were having a magical experience <laughs> with a total stranger. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we've been lucky that we've been able to be totally aware of those moments. Like when Cheryl Crow mm-hmm. came to set and Joy got to be with Cheryl Crow and it was like, uh-huh. oh my God, we're doing this thing. And like, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, like those magical moments. 
are rare, but, you know, here we are, how many years later, mm-hmm. and you can still feel it. It's still that tingly thing. And we mm-hmm. weren't even in that scene. Like, totally. we, By the we, way, we get it. <laughs> By the way, I love that you just brought up Cheryl Crow. A friend of mine was at her show last night and tagged me in the Instagram story and was like, where are all the One Tree Hill stands at? And I was like, oh my God. And I got that same feeling. We're here. Totally. Totally. so great. And I love that Brooke at the end because historically- I can't stop crying, you guys. Oh, I know, but my eyes are just leaking. Because you know what? You got brought on to be the comedy, the hot girl. Yeah. That man took you seriously. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that you felt that from a lot of adults in our space. And so mm-hmm. for that man who you already knew and respected to come on and treat you like a professional and mm-hmm. to take a moment with you and respect you and to have like an earnest scene. You know, 100%. I can see why that would be touching. Especially as a young artist, you know, we got bullied by a lot of the grownups that were around us. And it's very confusing to figure out what sort of respect you deserve and to look at an adult who you really respect and have that person, to your point, treat you so well, be completely non-creepy, be so supportive. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, to have an actor who I grew up watching say, you're a phenomenal actor to me was like, whoa, really? You think? I like my job a lot. It's really cool. Cool. Thanks, mister. Wow. Like it's, it's, it can be very, those experiences can be very transformative, especially when you're not in a day-to-day space that feels totally healthy to you. Yeah. You know? I wanted to ask Joy if she connected with this storyline because of the three of us, it is Mm. Joy's real life that is most like Brooke's narrative because you went to New York as like a teenager Mm to go work and and had to choose between like, you know, high school crap and also I'm yeah. going to go live on my own and like, I'm going to work. I'm a teenager. I'm going to go mm. work. You know, did you see yourself yeah. in that at all? I recognize that that room, you know, the party room where they're, you know, the girls drugged out and somebody's hitting on you and you're way too young and, you know, everybody's sort of like acting like this is the norm and aren't you lucky to be here with us? I've been there. Um, And I always left. I always felt uncomfortable and like, Mm. I just didn't, it was the, it was the same reaction Brooke had, like, get get your hands off of me. Stop touching me. What are you doing? You know? uh, Yeah. Um, And Mm. I, I credit my parents, you know, they, I guess it was just, they always gave me a good sense of um, self and groundedness so that when I was in scenarios where there was a lot of peer pressure. I just didn't, it didn't phase me very much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I recognize that, but I think also I never really felt the tug of like, Oh, am I going to choose to be a high school kid and just enjoy that life? Or am I going to go mm. be an adult in New York? I was always just like, Oh no, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> like I'll see you guys later. <laughs> You guys have fun at prom. I'm out. Bye. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. hundred percent. So I love that Brooke in the end, because also I was going to say this historically, Brooke would have been the person with when the routine went wrong and somebody screwed up, mm-hmm. 
I think Brooke historically would have been the person that got really frustrated and mm-hmm. didn't know what to do and like was just, you know, because she wanted it to all be perfect. And so I loved that she just let go and she was like, I'm going to lead by example here. I'm stepping out and I'm just going to take a hold of what I want and embrace what I came mm-hmm. here to do, which is not to win a competition. I came here to be a kid for as long as I can right now. So let's do it. Oh, it made me cry immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, we just turned 40, Soph and I, and I woke up the morning of my 40th birthday with a sty in my eye. And I was like, (laughs) what the f*** is this? And my doctor's like, oh, it's stress related. And I'm like, you think? Cool story, (laughs) man. And so all I wanted to do for my birthday was go home to my friend's parents' house and have a pool party in her yard because the least stressful thing I could think of was having Debbie Dawson's brownies and going swimming in her backyard and sitting on a trampoline (laughs) at night, you know? Great. Yeah. Because you you also had the same thing, Hill. You were in high school, but you were like getting ready to get out. You were like, how do I get to New York? How do I go? I made the Brooke Davis decision. I went home. Tell us. I got an agent when I was 12 or 13 years old, and my parents mm. would drive me from Virginia up to New York, and I would audition, and I would get close on stuff, you know, or or it was just cool to be in the room for, like, really big auditions. Like, Joy, yeah. I feel like you and I probably went up for a lot of the same stuff. I'm sure like, we were. Horse Whisperer. Girl, Star Wars. Remember when they were talking <laughs> to every chick on the planet trying Everybody. to find Natalie Portman's part? Yep. And, So yeah, we went up for all these cool things and it was neat, but I was getting in trouble with the cheerleading squad because I was missing like major practices and games and things and routines were being screwed up because I wasn't there or I was in the school play and I would get called up for an audition. And so I had to have a meeting with my agent and say, look, I'm just going to go to college in New York, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to stop auditioning for the next three years. And so my sophomore year in high school, I was like, I'm not going to audition anymore. So I can gain the life experience I feel like I'm going to need to play a high schooler later. Because I knew they cast 18-year-olds to play high schoolers. You had to be over 18. And hot damn, if it didn't work out. Dang it, girl. You called it. Sometimes you got to call your shot. But I like like that Brooke could have gone either way and it would have been a win. I feel like yeah. the fan base would have been like, yes, either way. So maybe we should do that poll. We should poll the yeah. audience and see like who thinks she should have done the fashion show and who thinks she should have come home to the Sparkle Classic. What I love about picking the classic, though, is it at this moment in my life, looking back, it makes me realize that your decision, you know, in real life, Brooke's decision on screen It's about giving yourself permission to slow down. Mm. And things do go so fast. And it's like how meaningful it can be to say, no, I'm just, I'm going to slow down. It's a cocky move. It's a cocky move because you're like, you know what? I could get it now. I could get it later. (laughs) <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Like as yeah. kids, you're like, I've got my whole future ahead of me. <laughs> but as adults, I'm like, wow. take the job. Yeah, yeah. As adults, I'm stressing for her. I'm like, the baby. What I'm if like, there's hey, a recession? You know? The opportunity might not come back. But you know what's really interesting? You're right. I I think it's I think it's about trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. And I trust myself now more than I did then, certainly. Yeah. And, you know, 
I, I chose this summer to like chill. You know, the three yeah. of us do this, but I'm not doing anything else. People keep asking me to do shit. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm going to live for a hot second. I'm going to be home. I'm just going to be here. I'm going to have this moment. This season is so special. I just want to have this moment. Let's talk about other work stuff in September. And every once in a while, I feel that thing where I'm like, oh, God, what am I doing? And then I'm like, no, no, I chose this choice. Mm-hmm. I chose this choice. I choose my choice. This is. I choose my choice. Is, I choose my choice. <laughs> and it's great, but it, it takes work to say, I can slow down. Yeah. And, and it, it feels wild to go, oh, man, did Brooke Davis teach me this lesson? And did it take me this long to learn it? Well, it's I clear it. that this is a, a subject matter that is near and dear to us, you know, mm-hmm. especially when we were young women fighting yeah. for our youth. And we were really lucky that the person who wrote this episode was also yes. a very young writer in our writer's room at that time. That's right. That must be why it feels so honest. Yeah. I mean, she was just a couple years older than us. She was like a kid. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, we have Miss Anilato here, the writer of episode 314, All Tomorrow's Parties. Let's get her in here. Oh, man. I can't tell you how many times I have been. I get, get this little notification pop up. It tells me that I've subscribed to something that I don't know even what it is. And it's like, Oh, $39.99 or $62.45 annually is coming up. Do you want it? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. I have, <laughs> I have no idea. Going on in, there's too many things going on in my day. When am I going to have time to go dig through all these files and figure out what's what? I need help. And I mm-hmm. think we figured out the way. Rocket Money, it's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with just a few taps. Yeah, I love how the dashboard just shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and it keeps my spending on track. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash queens. That's rocketmoney.com slash queens. Rocketmoney.com slash queens. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Yeah. (laughs) I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. 
you can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new Asset Library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. Its easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like wax and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so <laughs> grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand 
in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And oh. he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never girl, aired. Right. I love oh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Oh my goodness, ladies. One day. One day of sales. Can you believe this? We have literally the best fans. Y'all are incredible. You guys, we're we're basically sold out. I mean... (laughs) After one day of sales. Super exciting to start doubling up on shows. You know, we were only going to do one show in each town. Now we're doubling up on some of them, which is exciting. For those of you who are going to be at the later show, congratulations, because (laughs) we're going to have to you and to us. It's only going to (laughs) get spicier as the night goes on. How many people do you think will come to the first show and the second show just to see how (gasps) weird we get? Ooh, do we need like golden tickets? Oh, that's so fun. <laughs> At the venues where we're doing two shows, we should take a poll because we're going to need to know who our double up friends are. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, guys, if you want to double up or just come to one of the extra shows that we are doing, please go right now, dramaqueensoth.com, and you can go get your tickets. We're so pumped to see you guys. They're going fast, so get them while you can. And yeah, we cannot wait. To see y'all, we decided we wanted to be together and thought, let's just plan a fun week. And now I'm like, oh, oh, my God, do we need to go on a national tour? What are we doing? We're just going to invite a few thousand people. Do we need to go on a European tour? (gasps) Do we need to go on like an Australian tour? Guys, we'll do all the things. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for showing up. We can't wait to see y'all on the road. Hi, team. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Hi. (laughs) I'm so happy to see you guys. Oh, hi, Hi, Anna. Where um, are you right now? Where in the world are you? Be very emotional for me. Okay, so I'm like, this is what I was hoping to. Um, I was hoping to just show up at your house, Hillary. I'm in. Yeah. Um, I'm in Massachusetts. Oh, I'm in the get here. So I'm Come like an now. hour away from. Oh, fun. From yeah, you should have been here. I'm literally in my garage right now. We could have just like sweated <laughs> it out together in here. You guys have to <laughs> I know it's so hot. I'm also gonna look like I'm like like really like sweating it, literally sweating it really bad. You're glowing. Don't worry, you're, you're glowing. Good. So how long have you been in Massachusetts? Um, so I keep saying I moved five years ago, but at this point, it's been 2015. It's like seven years. So I was yeah. in LA. From 99 till um, 2014, I came back when I was pregnant with my mm-hmm. second kid because um, I was like, <laughs> everyone's like, what are you going to do for kindergarten? I was like, mm, you know what? The easiest thing for me to do kindergarten is just move back. to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's honestly nice how I felt. I was like, I'm not going to get interviewed for school. Oh, That's it's crazy. a full time job. Everyone's like, if you apply to 10 schools and you get rejected from 10, then they'll get in. I'm like, that's your plan. That's the, that's what people do for school. So I'm back in my hometown, like living that dream in my, you know, $200,000 five bedroom house. Well, but by Amazing. the way, that's what this whole episode is about. It's about <laughs> Brooke deciding to choose her hometown over yeah. that glitzy dream. 
And so how did you how did you land in L.A.? Like, what was the trajectory for you to start writing? I had always wanted to I think I really came out to L.A. because I loved Felicity and Buffy. Like, I mm-hmm. thought Us too. I yeah. thought Same. they were like like art. Like I was like, and I didn't even know you could be a TV writer. Like back then you couldn't major in, you know, you couldn't major in it in school. Like I didn't get any, you know, like there was nothing to do in college. I just majored in English. I knew I wanted to go out to LA. Um, I had a second cousin, like my dad's cousin lived in Venice and (laughs) I like slept on his couch and got this. That's a cool spot to land. Kind of. But Venice was never, I was like so East, you know, like I, the more to the East side I got is like the more I discovered <laughs> then Silver Lake, then Echo Park, then, you know, so I was like, oh, this yeah. is my world. Right. So I mm-hmm. moved away from that. And then by the time, so by the time I landed on One Tree Hill, that was definitely like a huge break. And I had actually gone back to, for just a couple of weeks, waitressing, which was like the end. I was like, I was like, I've got to do this because I haven't. And I used to like write in my mind, my own heat, eat true Hollywood. I'd be like, she had started, she was at the Edendale Grill working as a hostess. That was because <laughs> they were so competitive. They were like, we will start yeah. you one night a week hostessing. And I was like, oh my God, this is mm-hmm. the end. Um, so I had been to Toronto. That's what I, I went to Toronto because I was born in Canada. That's a Canadian citizenship. So I was there for a minute before I came out, did that, landed on there. It was a great, great atmosphere in the very beginning with that. So he was the assistant. We wrote a spec together when we were both assistants. Me and Mike Harrell wrote a, yeah. wrote a thing together. We were like best buds. We had been researchers on The Weakest Link together. That was our job that we met at. Then I was promoted to writer's assistant, which is when I went in the room. So the first year I wasn't really in the room. It was like this. We didn't get to, I didn't get to see what actually happened. We sat out and, and answered phones and we got to do little mm. things. I wrote Punk and Disorderly. That. Yeah, you did. So yeah. I wrote, <laughs> I wrote That's so here. awesome. Like I just wrote like every day she had a little journal entry and it was what Peyton was thinking. So I would like put a quote from a song, put who it was from and then say, cool. this song makes me think of, you know, summer, like one line. I'm thrilled to do that. I was so happy. Yeah. So, so you were the original Twitter. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> it was yes. On that, on that. By the way, that website used to be up for like a really long time. Someone can gone. find it. I guarantee you there's a cool fan that screen grabbed the hell out of it. Yeah. We'll find Um, it. um, I was there for three years. I was as an assistant. Then I was the writer's assistant. Then weirdly, all the boys got promoted and Mm -hmm. I was in the same level as them. And I did not. I got made a writer's assistant for the second year while everybody else got promoted to writer. Now, I don't know if you know, like the financial jump for that is from 700 a week to at the time, and this is before script and before, before everything to 2,500 a week. Wow. wow. So the, all the other people who got promoted were men. So the two other boys, it was John Norris and, and Mike Harrow and me were all assistants equal. Yeah. They got promoted, bumped up. Yeah. Um, and I got left in that spot and they actually went to the showrunner and they were like, can we give some of our salary to him? Oh my God. Like, yeah. They were so like, that was so cool because it is such a different and that, and the money is to me, what comes back to how, why every, everything money's control. They were making so much Mm -hmm. money and I was so outspoken. Um, and I was mm-hmm. so outspoken about the use of the word bitch and slut and whore and skank Mm -hmm. nonstop. It was like my passion. I like hated it. There was one, one of my, I remember there's one scene where you're playing a guitar, Haley, and someone shouts from the audition, take it off. And I was just like. I just, 
I was like, there's something about that. Like when you're up performing and someone reduces you to like, just yell like that. And, and, and they would like, but I always spoke up about that stuff I remember and that. they were like, you're taking it too, you know, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, yeah. You're and too I think sensitive. It got a lot worse after I left. Cause I feel like I like really did actually, like, I'm really proud of stuff I did police then. Yeah. Cause it was always like, my, my stomach drops when I hear like slut and bitch and horror. So for them to, when they would use it, and especially yeah. there was so much like female, female against yeah. mm-hmm. you know, like negative stuff. And the, and the, uh, the narrative that girls throw themselves at boys yeah. when <laughs> yeah. they wish. In reality is like, <laughs> what a yeah, fantasy. There's nothing. There's like, it's the other way around. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Um, but this like sexualized, like going after, like that was the character of Rachel. And then uh, some of it came from the network too. It was like, we had 99% female following. Mm. And their agenda was, how do we get boys to watch? How do we get boys yeah. to watch? Instead of supporting all these diehard mm-hmm. fans that like, are looking for identity. And then they would be like, oh, I know. Let's have Rachel hold a basketball in front of her boobs and say, game on. And it was like, first of all, like boys can find porn. Like, do you think they're going to turn into <laughs> One Tree Hill so they can watch that? Like, can we just give story? Like, and it would break my heart because a lot of the girls were really young, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, you know, like 13 and, you know, so our fan like, base is still really uh, young. You know, we get like kids that are like, hi, I'm named Brooke. I'm named Haley yeah, and exactly. I'm 12. And you're like, baby, don't watch this yet. Don't watch yet. Please. I know. Just Even wait. my daughter's 11 and, you know, she's in the room sometimes when I'm do- podcasting and whatever. And I'm a little like, oh, don't turn around. Don't watch them. <laughs> our daughters were born like the same time. I think mine was my daughter's born in January of 2011. So what was your experience like writing this episode? So this episode, okay. So first of all, I thought that I was not going to get one because he kept putting it off. And part of what made the dynamic weird was I got, um, I sold a pilot to teen Nick at the time. Uh-huh. And like, I'll be the first to admit I was a little like big for my bridge. Like I was kind of like, cause the people in my ear were like this show, you've got your own show, but of course that show, like it got greenlit and then it never happened. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't know that when we're in our twenties, we're just like, no. I sold a show. I was like, I'm, you know, I'm the, sh-. so I was a little bit getting, and I was also pissed. Cause I was like, I'm here till 11 o'clock at night breaking. Like I was doing like a lot of the stories. So I will tell you all the stuff that was that, that I won't do this on things. I'll look so bitter, but I came up with brooking because they were like, they were like, let's do, and I go, you know, what's something that has not been approached ever. I'm like, let's go to female masturbation. Can we do that? That's yeah, we don't thing. even need to hook up with boys. I knew. Yeah, I was like, let's, let's take it outside that we did Brooklyn. I did all the letters was that was my storyline, whatever. So anyway, I was supposed to write the episode before mm. where Peyton's mom dies. Okay. And I was slotted in for that. And then the showrunner came to me and said, I'm going to give this to Stacy because mm-hmm. her father had just died. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And I, he goes, I'm going to give you the next one. It's going to be really fun. It looked horrible on paper. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. It was like this fat, like what? Like go to a fat. And also, I don't know if you noticed in this one, how much like product placement was crammed in. Oh my God. Yes. So much. Yeah. <laughs> in the body spray. <laughs> and like, let me play my song in like the car. What was the car that you had to mention? The PT cruiser. Like, yeah, we're in our PT cruiser. And I'm I was like, like, why are we in this car? That's not or the sun kissed in, in Rachel's fridge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, and can I give you my debit MasterCard to so that you can maybe have no fee while you withdraw that from any uh, any ATM around the corner? It was brutal. And then also there was that weird spinoff storyline with skills is or not was it the family when they go to Texas the dinner. battle yeah oh yeah, yeah. Nathan's meant friend. to maybe be a NASCAR spinoff what yeah. so that whole thing was crammed in there another made- NASCAR thing 
It was going to be, yeah, it was going to be with his family. There was possibly a storyline there. So that made no sense and had well, to be. Because they tried to make NASCAR happen the season before and the oh, deal right. was still Michael floating Truca. around at the studio. So oh. it was, if we combine, remember these guys and then we do uh-huh. these guys and this is the driver and this guy will be the yeah. night security and it'll be all these people that you've met over the course of these seasons of yeah. this show. And it's, it's not like, a bad idea to do that. I mean, like I can see how that would be useful, but it just fell out of place with for our- For a writer? Just like, <laughs> cool, let me just clunk this in here real quick. Let me clunk this in here so you can sell a show. Yeah, you don't have much time to do it. And stuff like that. So weird. Um, so there was that. But then I feel but, like. But I have it, a question because obviously, mm-hmm. look, there's the politics of you being a young woman in a room. So you've gotten behind the first door, but mm-hmm. they're still holding you at arm's length. They're dangling the carrot of, well, if you just do this well, and if you do this well, and if you make less money than everybody else in the room, but you don't complain about it, maybe we'll give you the episode that we promised you last season, but you'll get one this season. It's a bunch of bullshit. And it's something that I think is familiar to so many of mm-hmm. us in so many arenas. That carrot, man. That carrot is infuriating. And as we all know, it happens to women in ways that it doesn't often happen to other people in in corporate structures. Um I can go on ad nauseum about how if we actually had pay equity in America, there, the GDP of the entire nation would increase by 12 points like that. It would be great. Girlfriend but not the point, numbers. not the time. Numbers. Um, I just love a number. But in the middle of all this like patriarchal political bullshit that you're dealing with as the youngest female employee in the room, You got this script, which I get in an outline, you said looked kind of like trash. You're like, how am I going to make this work? But you did. You did. You wound up writing a show. We talked about by the end, when the three of us are dancing and all the pressure's off and these kids are just being kids, we were all crying watching. You took us on such a great journey. And it was magical. So how did you do it? Magical. It ended up so magical. And here's one of... So that last scene, like, is the whole, that's when, you know, and she's, like, reflecting and being like, I want to be a kid. And just the way, um, you know, and one thing that Montreal does so good is those codas, those montages yeah. at the end, the music. And I I was, so I was a big music person. So I made, like, it was funny. I remember one of the writers was like, everyone has to have their thing. Yours is music. Mine is sports. This guy's pilot. Like, everyone has to have their own in. <sighs> and, like, I, you know, and I genuinely do like music. And I always envisioned that scene with a very um, slow, with a slow song, with a sad song. The song that I wanted to use was, um, I don't know if you guys, it's it's Red Right Ankle by the Decemberists. Oh, that would have been a very different scene. It would have been a very different thing. And it's like, but what I loved about it is it has this random line. Well, it has like such great lines, but like the last verse is like, this is the story of the man who loved you, who loved you now, mm-hmm. loved you then. And it was like, so I wanted that. I just gave myself a little chill. But then there's another line that mm-hmm. made no sense, but it was like, this is the story of your gypsy uncle who you never knew because he was dead. And it was like this foreshadowing around Keith and wanted to like, oh, wow. when they proposed to each other, I wanted that line to be there. And so I had this big vision and he's like, I was there with you. I understand, but like, I want him, you know, we need to keep it up and keep energy. And I was like, okay, you know, um, 
And, and I think it still works, but I like wish I was like, I wish I could have just even like edited that one just to see how that played out. Cause it yeah. was so like, well, we, you know, I'm sure we have a fan that can set it to that song for us. So somebody yeah, at yeah, home, why don't you it, post that on Instagram happen. for us? That would be cool. Played it for myself and the thing, but like, and we had a really good time in the room and the dynamic is weird. So it's like, um, the writers all get together and it's all on the board or whatever. And the showrunner would kind of come in after and be like, show me what you got. Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, so we have this and we have this. And we did have, there was one version that was earlier that we were really excited about that got slightly tweaked as well. But what stayed was that just like being able to hold on to the moment of your youth while it's happening, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is very hard because it's yeah. very easy you look back. And yeah. it's so easy to be so nostalgic. But when it's happening, it just, you know what I mean? It goes by mm-hmm. and, you and you don't, and you aren't able to grasp it. Um, you know how the subways in New York City have those like poems up sometimes? Yeah. Uh, that like, yeah, to calm will- you down on the subway so you don't stab anybody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know those. <laughs> and I remember seeing one that was like not a particularly good poem, but it had some line <laughs> that was like, um, we won't tell the writer of that poem. <laughs> yeah, whoever whoever it was, if they listen to this and they'll recognize it. And it was like, um, when we die, I think heaven is going to be like our memories, not the way they happen, but the way we remember them. And it was just this very good nuance of like, it's not like that when it's happening, but sometimes it is. Every yeah. now and then, like the actual thing that's happening, you realize while it's happening. And that's such a gift. And I felt like that's what I wanted to capture. And I hope that I did. I think that's why it felt so special. Yeah. I'm like such a nostalgic person, but that bit when you're drunk. Oh yeah. My drunkie song. Yeah. So the, the, the stars are crying for what we, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got to write, I had to register that. Are you serious? Yeah. Because it had to be an original line and original tune. And I had to say it to David Payne or not David Payne or whoever the, director was yeah david david paper directed this one yeah 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 and um so like that it was really fun that i got to do that it was really fun in the beginning the quote about being jealous of the angels yeah um, is a poem that a friend of mine wrote cool that i put in i was like sylvie yep that poem you wrote about and the name of that poem was the endless perfection of your absence and she wrote a friend who died so I got to incorporate so much that I'd been holding in for so long. Yeah. I also named everybody after all my friends. So Bevin Mursky is my good friend, Michelle Mursky. So when she was okay. just that horrible reason, I was like, Michelle, like, Bevin Mursky, because she got named in that episode. That's right. We never knew her last name before. Oh, yeah. she needed a last name. I didn't that. know that happened in that episode. That's so great. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Nothing is more fun for me 
than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm -hmm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I've I'm on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom, and more, Wayfair makes it easy. With fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff, and they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like I think of it as a you know gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. I know there's a couple folks out there that don't know what they're doing for this summer yet. Um, So we have that solved for you. We figured it out. You are going to go to CheapCaribbean.com to find deals on all your favorite all-inclusive destinations, and you're going to spend your summer in paradise. Yeah, guys, come on. Take a break. You work hard. Everybody's working so hard. Mm. Swim up to the bar in Punta Cana or sit with your toes in the sand on the shores of Cancun. You can score an extra $175 off site-wide vacations of four nights or more now through June 3rd. Summer is going to be here before you know it. So do your deal and find vacays in your price range at CheapCaribbean.com. That's CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands 
I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. We have watched a lot of episodes at this point, and this one does rate very, very high because it feels most like a teenage girl's perspective. Um, yeah right on the cusp of having to make these grown-up decisions. And like you said, like taking advantage of a moment while it's happening, not after. Mm -hmm. And so you being such a young person in the writer's room, one would think they would come to you and ask like, hey, what's it like to be a 16-year-old girl? Because, you know, not everyone in that room knew what that was like. Were you a sounding board for some of their ideas? Oh, I mean, I was remotely the closest they had to a 16 year old girl. I also had two younger sisters at the time. So I I still do. So I was kind of <laughs> talking to, to I've it kept more. Them. So, um, but they would no. I think that they relied on that a lot. And that's why I think I got like a chip on my shoulder, why I got like, you know, annoyed. It was it was so weird to look out and see that room. And I'm not it was for it's 14 older men. It was mm-hmm. very, very odd. Um by the way, here's a, a detail that is crazy that in the room, and I think I don't that we didn't make this up, but in the room when um when everybody would take a we would break the story. So you'd break the scenes, you'd break the acts, break the scenes. And then um we would go off and people would get their own scene. So you'd get a scene of like what was gonna happen, right? So say like um, from the outline, you mean? Yeah, from the outline. And then and, and then you'd have to go write to the write, scene. fill it in. You get to write the dialogue, you get to write fun stuff that you want to happen in it. And when we would break that up, which, by the way, is illegal from the WGA, you're not supposed to do this, but we would break it up. But we would call it gangbanging the outline. Oh, God. Which is so uncomfortable when you're kind of yours 15 minutes. Yes. Are we going to gangbang this? Are we going to gangbang the outline tonight? Oh, my God. 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 Little things. Little things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't know because you're so early in your career. You haven't worked necessarily in healthy places yet. So you just kind of assume like, oh, it's like this everywhere. Right. And remember the whole thing that came out like with the friends, um, it was the friend's assistant when she like was a whistleblower Mm -hmm. and she was like, listen, this is so like, this is what it's like in the room. And it does get really brutal in the room. And and you had to be the kind of girl that could roll with that and would never get offended Mm -hmm. by that. And that, and again, like, I don't care what you say, like, let's go there, let's go everywhere. But like, there's when we're making references to rape, then it gets weird. Right. So like that doesn't yes. make like a prude and like a whatever. I don't care what we say because like you are very open in that thing, you know, like acting and writing. It's it's different than my sister's a school teacher. When she came mm-hmm. to the room at Warren Brothers, she's like, I can't believe the way you're allowed to speak. <laughs> like just. Uh, yeah. And that there's well, listen, couldn't get there over is it. an expectation of more detail for any subject, more intimacy You are creating intimate lives as actors and writers. But to Hillary's point, when you've worked in more places, you know what healthy intimacy looks like versus unhealthy intimacy. And the kind of things you're referring to are deeply unhealthy. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you got to be able to be messy to be an artist and to create things. Right. There has to be a space where you can say stupid things or do, you know, do some or offend someone or whatever. There has to be space for that because you're creating something and that there is a rawness and a vulnerability, but there's a way to do it that is healthy and considerate and where there's forgiveness and there's space to say, oh, I, I need to learn something here. Sorry, I totally stepped out of line. Didn't realize that. Apologies. I forgive you. Let's move on. But when you're in an environment where everyone's just, it's like authoritarian and everyone's just expected to, Everybody's going to kiss the ring. Kiss the ring. Exactly. Exactly. When you're in a room where there's 16 people and only two women and the men are throwing around terms like that, it's absolutely unhealthy and inappropriate. Yeah. Period. What happened on my very first day, I came in one of the, the, all the assistants were male and there was a PA. There was a, there was a writer, um, the first year who wasn't there and um the Paris Hilton sex tape had just come out oh my god and they were all no. watching it <gasps> at work at no, no, work no, no. and I had just met all these people and they were like yeah <sighs> want to come and it was like so it was like this test of like and that a writer came out and he goes what's going on yeah and they were like and he's like not cool guys not cool now that writer, it turns out, um, is actually gay, but nobody knew. But I think that's interesting that yeah. it was like one gay male that was like, guys, not cool. This is like, and maybe. is that the writer that left after, after that season? He left after he was only, um, he was only the first season, I believe. Yeah. So I came in, wow. at the, I come in at the end of the first season or the beginning of the second season. Yeah. That would make me want to run for the Hills too. Just like, yeah. Yeah. I remember being, like, this is so, and then just think about how far we've come that like how, like aware everyone is of how unbelievably inappropriate that would have been. But I wonder if it still happens with young. I mean, we were all. Of course it does. Of course it does. I mean, babe, when you talk about, you know, what happened with the writer on friends, Mm -hmm. you know how they make us do the sexual harassment seminar every year Mm -hmm. At, at every studio, you know, for our friends at home, you have to do this seminar about what's appropriate communication. This has always existed. Mm-hmm. And pre the Me Too story breaking in 2017, every single year that I was working at NBC, we would do the sexual harassment seminar. Mm-hmm. And they would say, and let us give you an example of what happens when a legal issue is risen. And they would give the example of the Friends writer talking about how the jokes about the sexually inappropriate jokes, the commentary about rape, and the and the racist commentary in the writer writer's room of that show made her feel very uncomfortable, and a lot of it felt pointed at her. And then they would tell us about how she lost. How yeah. the network's lawyers beat her in oh. court. So the exa- it was, no one's allowed to speak to you in ways that make you uncomfortable, but if they do, we'll win. That yeah. was the messaging. And yeah. so when we talk about all of this, and people say th- dumb shit, like, well, why didn't she just leave? Why didn't, why didn't leave? she do something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, as, as you said so well, Anna, it never starts there. It mm-hmm. starts, everyone's cool. Everyone's nice. People take you under their wing. They tell you they're going to mentor you. They probably give you like a cool gift. Like, oh it's man, you want this iPod? Effect. You want this Maybe like- a nickname. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, <laughs> and yeah. by the way, you were welcomed into a room where something very uncomfortable and inappropriate was happening, but someone in power st- stood up and said, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. So you go, whoa, that was weird. But every- they acknowledged it was weird. And okay, I'm- we're going to move on from that. It's 
it's all so incremental and everything happens in all these shades of gray. It's rarely ever black and white. It's easy to have the black and white examples after the fact. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, when we ask what happens these days, this is why we talk about a diversity of a requirement, really, for a diversity of the people in power. Because when there is more diversity in power positions, whether it's a corporate environment, a movie studio, a creative industry, there's less harassment, less unhappiness, more pay equity. Like, the data tells us it's possible to change it. And it happens organically. You put well, yeah, it, it does. It wouldn't have been but, put on yeah. you as a 26-year-old exactly. to defend all the other girls on the show. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. You, yeah. You exactly. wouldn't have felt like it was you against the whole machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, the reality is if we want to build rooms that look more like the world, some of us have to go first. Mm-hmm. And, like, you got a group of women on this Zoom who were all kind of first mm-hmm. in that environment. Yeah. And it sucked for all of for us. For sure. Right. But it's also have that tricky. other unspoken thing about that, too, is that, you know, and this is what the friends thing she she brought, you know, that there's not just a hundred, there's a thousand people lined up to do your job. Oh, like, my God. Yeah. You That's are right. so privileged to be there and you see the resumes coming off the thing. And even though you're the lowest person on the totem pole, even though you're making 0.03% mm-hmm. of the person who's doing the same thing, you know that people are lined up to have and you're yeah. so lucky. So you're, it's like mm-hmm. you're you replaceable that. is the yeah. drumbeat yeah. that I kept hearing. You're replaceable. Yeah. You're replaceable. Yeah. You're replaceable. Yeah, me too. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. 
So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacovas has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back Three times since then, uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. Boricua <laughs> is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. (laughs) Well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Anna, do you want to spin a wheel with us and do most likely to? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I think we ought to. Let's see what we got this week. So do you know this thing that we do on uh, on the show most likely to? Oh, I don't think I have seen. Have I seen that? Oh, oh, okay. Yes. So we like, like, you know, school superlatives, yearbook things. We pick a most likely to topic and then we have to pick a cast member and a character who fit the bill. So this mm-hmm. week we have most likely to become a meme. Oh my God. We were like pre-memes too. <laughs> Girl, there's so many like gifts and memes from this episode. Sophia talks about, about it at the that. top. There's like, there's that famous shot of the three of us hugging at the end of the stage and then Hillary in her sunglasses. And then the three of us doing the like high kicks at the end. I mean, honestly, is that, is this the episode? Instead of a character, is it episode 314 is the most likely <laughs> to become a meme? 
I think you did it. I think you wrote it. Queen Meme here. We have Queen Meme, Anna in the house. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a favorite One Tree Hill gif or meme that you've seen floating around? Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I'll have to go look and take a deep dive. That'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anna, thank you so, so much. We'll talk more. And yeah, I'm glad that we're all on this healing journey together. Me too, you guys. You wrote a kick-ass episode. Thank you so much. And yeah, just the beginning. Can't wait to um, do this with wine next time. I'd love to read. That'll be fun. Okay. Okay. Please do. Awesome. Next week, we have episode 15 from season three, Just Watch the Fireworks. I feel like that was Harold Strauss. Sweet. Well, there are dudes. We shall see. All right. Or James and Chad, one of the teams. All right. Guys. Bye, guys. All right. We'll see Thank you soon. You. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See, see you, you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl. Drama girl. Cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens. Smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl. You could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens. Drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. I don't know about y'all. I love the holidays and they also stress me out. (laughs) Yesterday, I was trying to get everybody's gifts wrapped and I just needed a second. I was on my fourth paper cut and I was like, okay, take a walk around the house, (laughs) calm yourself down. And you know what I did? I went and got myself a cookie and I felt better. So all I'm saying (laughs) is if you're tired or besieged by paper cuts... I think you deserve a cookie, too. I agree. Guys, Keebler <laughs> Sandies are buttery. They're shortbread cookies made with delicious ingredients like cranberries, pecans, and almonds. And each Keebler Sandy shortbread cookie is baked to perfection by those cute little Keebler elves for a light sweetness and a texture that melts in your mouth. When you need a comforting moment for yourself, Keebler Sandies. It's the perfect treat that'll keep you going. Next time you feel like you're juggling it all, reach for a Keebler Sandy's shortbread cookie to enjoy a simple moment of comfort. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, 
It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.